it's such a wonderful feeling that people believe in you and they feel that you have a leader in you is a big feat for a lady lawyer like myself. The lady lawyer is an old friend who's part of the new face of long-troubled Mindanao in the southern Philippines. Shah Elijah Dumama Alba joins us today on In Asia from the Asia Foundation. I'm John Rieger. And I'm Tracy Yang. As a young Filipina lawyer, she was already climbing the ladder in New York when she felt called to return to her homeland in the southern Philippines to work for peace. There, she helped draft the landmark law that created the BARM, the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao. We got to know her in 2015 when she spent a year as an Asia Foundation Development Fellow. But since 2019, she's had a new job. The Attorney General of the Bangsamoro Autonomous Region in Muslim Mindanao in southern Philippines. We have the pleasure of her virtual presence today from her home in Cotabato City in central Mindanao. Shah Elijah Dumama Alba, welcome to In Asia. Thank you, it's a pleasure. As a young lawyer, you had other opportunities to pursue your career, and yet you chose Mindanao over New York City. What happened? <laughs> um, people will always tell me that. You were already in New York, why, why did you have to come home? I felt that it was my calling. For some reason, God put me in a situation where I had the chance to really serve my the Bangsamoro people. And at that point, I never hesitated. Even when I had the opportunity to stay in the U.S., I still went back and chose to uh, go back to my roots. So um, what's it like to be a woman attorney general in a conservative Muslim society? Um, I would say it's something new. But I've always been there. I was appointed in 2019, but before that, was already immersed in the peace process. When they were crafting or drafting the organic law, I served as legal consultant to the peace panel, um, the, the more Islamic Liberation Front peace panel. And I also served as Bangsamoro Transition Commission Secretariat. So for the longest time, like people have been seeing me giving talks and like orientation about the law. So I think the familiarity also helped. So it sounds like you. It sounds like you were a, a young firebrand. <laughs> well, maybe yes. <laughs> Actually, I, I've gotten a lot of support from my appointment uh, last year, and it's it's such a wonderful feeling that you know that people believe in you and they feel that you have a leader in you. So it, it, it's a very encouraging and inspiring. So Elijah, what was it like for you growing up amid the conflict in Mindanao? Growing up in Mindanao in a conflict zone, I remember spending most of my time at home because first, going out was not safe. At the time, kidnapping for ransom was a big scare in the city. Second, obviously, for lack of peace and order, there was also underdevelopment. There was really no where to go, like no malls, no parks. So we had to be creative with how we spent our free time. But that also pushed us to look for better options, to dream bigger and to demand change. I remember my video submission when I applied to the Asia Foundation Development Fellows Program for 2015. I mentioned there that I've had the fortune, the good fortune of being born to a family that values education. And so that meant having the opportunity of going to a good university for a college degree and eventually law school. But that, that really meant pursuing education for a purpose. And um, it came like, a, like an epiphany that I was called to assist in the peace process upon going back to my roots in the Bangsamoro. 
So where does Mindanao's long struggle fit in the ongoing story of the Philippines? Well, it's very interesting, you know, this peace process has been going on for decades. And I mean, about 40 years, you know. Uh, the root of the Bangsamora struggle isn't actually about religion. The, Bangsamora, the root of the Bangsamora struggle really is, a, is about self, the right to self-determination. Four out of the five poorest regions in the Philippines are in Mindanao. More than 50% of the people in Mindanao live in poverty. The peace process in Mindanao is fundamental to the progress and development of the Philippines as a country. Nobody can be left behind, and Mindanao cannot be left behind. Mindanao is the food basket of the Philippines, um, and if we don't have peace and order here, it's going to affect the entire country. If there is peace and order in Mindanao, then development and progress will really uh, spread all over the country. It's sad that Mindanao has the poorest regions in the country, and we hope that um, by having a peace process that really works and that is successful, that it's going to really have a genuine and lasting peace, not only in Mindanao, but also in the Philippines. What's your agenda for Mindanao? What does your homeland need from you? I wouldn't want to compare the work of the Attorney General from before and today um, in the barn. But I'm, I'm taking a more active role in terms of uh, pushing the women's agenda, the legislative agenda for the government of the day because, you know, we shifted from a unitary form of government into a parliamentary form of government. So being a lady lawyer and an attorney general, it puts me in a position where I can serve as a bridge, I would say, between the traditional Muslim people and the young professional ideal ones as I bring the common message across. So the... Well, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that's my son. I was gonna bring him to the dentist today. But... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Is that your only? No, okay. I, I have two. My eldest is eight, and you wouldn't believe it, but my youngest is a, a year old. So there's a seven-year gap, mainly because I was, you know, juggling between career and and family. So, Elijah, do you think women like you have a special role to play in the peace process? Yes. I think women humanizes uh, the process. You know, uh, it softens the hearts of the people. And I cannot just overemphasize the power of a woman's patience. With women around, there seems to be a looming obligation to get things done in recognition of the multiple roles that women fulfill, even outside of the peace tables. So some of the key lessons that we get uh, from women's participation in the peace process is that women's opinions and views are as valuable as any others. And women uplift and empower fellow women when it matters. And, uh, you know, women's participation in formal processes ensures a balanced, more acceptable, credible, and long-lasting peace. Bangsamora Attorney General Shah Elijah Dumama Alba. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It's well, it's it's a it's the first it's my first time to be talking in a podcast. So I <laughs> hope I did not disappoint, guys. And that's all for this edition of In Asia. You can find our previous shows, all of them excellent, by visiting the In Asia blog or your preferred podcast provider. Until next time, 
I'm John Rieger. And I'm Tracy Yang. Thanks for listening.